Welcome to the Language Hacking Podcast from Fluent in Three Months. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Language Hacking Podcast. I'm your host, Benny Lewis. This is another standalone episode with just me and I'm going to share my thoughts on something that's been on my mind lately. And this is a kind of a deep question in some ways. Like I get asked a lot, do you become a worse language learner the older you get? And for a lot of people, it can feel intuitively like obviously the answer is you are going to get worse. I think it's not a very simple case of just dismissing that. I think there's a little bit of truth there, but not for the reasons you might think. And I'm going to share this based on my own personal experience, because my Korean project that I'm still working on at the moment, I would say I was a bit more sluggish in how I made progress in this project compared to a lot of my other missions. And this is after taking a 10-year break from language learning. So one reason you would be tempted to say is because maybe 40-year-old Benny is a worse language learner than 30-year-old Benny. And I think there is a, a little bit of truth there, but for a very different reason. So here's my theory. Effectively... I think that when you are younger, because, you know, entropy in the chaos of life means that your life is likely to be less complicated. If you've just graduated from university, you are starting your new life and there's a lot of things open to you. You don't have a lot of debt. You ne- you don't necessarily have a lot of health problems. You're not very stressed out. So this leaves a lot more space in your brain to use for things like language learning. And it's why people would tend to learn languages a bit more actively in their 20s than later in life. There's obviously lots of exceptions, but as a general rule, it's more likely something that somebody's going to do as they're leaving college and such. Whereas you don't see it happen as much for people in their 40s, 50s and 60s. Even if they try, it may feel like it's a bit more of a challenge. And I would argue that the older you get, let's put aside your brain plasticity for a moment and how sharp your brain might be in one stage of your life versus another because I think that is something you can work through you can absolutely get beyond I think it's more a case of later in life as you get older you have dealt with a lot more complications and you have a lot more on your plate like you potentially started a family and you have to think about other people when you're younger you don't really have the responsibility of of, uh, taking care of other people so much so it's a lot less on your mind so that that's kind of freed up for things like learning a language but when you're older you're constantly thinking i need to take care of my spouse i need to take care of my children that's one thing that's happened another thing is that life just gets complicated like maybe You were out of work for a while, you've run into financial problems, and you have stresses related to that. There are so many things that just generally can be make life a little bit more difficult the further along you go. Of course, the health issues is another one. And my theory is that all of these things are potentially contributing to effectively taking your energy in a direction other than learning languages. And it's more likely that you're going to encounter these difficulties more as time goes on. When I think now on the comparison, I did not have a very successful language project with Japanese, and that was about 10 years ago. And I'm calling my Korean one a, a middle success because... I'm definitely using the language and I'm continuing to learn it. I'm going to keep pushing to see how far I can get for another couple of months. 
Uh, but definitely not as successful as something like my Mandarin, which would have been uh, approximately 12 years ago, you know, in terms of it's another non-European language, because obviously comparing uh, Korean to Spanish or Portuguese is not really that fair. I'm comparing Korean to my Chinese. Right now, at the stage of my life, I am recovering from an extremely difficult period where I went through a divorce, I went through clinical depression, I was obese. So I had a lot of things that were just making life difficult and I'm recovering from those things. And I feel like some of that recovery has indeed slowed down what I could have potentially done otherwise. But the good news is I'm on the positive path on this recovery and I'm starting to get the level of momentum I was hoping to have before. Because of that, I would say even when I look back on the likes of my Japanese project, I had a lot of things going on in my life at that time that were distracting me from the project, but I was doing it in my early 30s. So I had an age advantage over right now, but I had a lot of things that were making me very seriously distracted. I think that ultimately makes a big difference that if you really think about it, there are a lot of things later in life that are more likely to distract you. Now, what can we do about this? We can't change our age. We can't change our life circumstances. But what we can do is we can try to see if for a period of time you can focus on your mental health. You can focus on trying to be a healthier person in general in terms of how you work out and so on. And just thinking about how you organize your life and maybe getting more support from those around you so that your mental load is a little bit reduced. Obviously, you can never get to the level of ease that you were younger um, in your life, but you can emulate that to a certain degree. You can try to make things simpler. Obviously, there are some things you can never get on top of. But I would argue that this is maybe the reason why young adult learners tend to learn better than older adult learners is maybe because of how complicated life tends to get with time. I'm personally lucky that I'm able to get on top of a lot of the challenges I listed. I've been losing weight. I've been getting on top of my mental health. But I still feel that like random complications swept in like for a time I was on antidepressant medicine and I think that that kind of maybe slowed down how my brain works a little bit but I'm still recovering from it so I am getting the momentum back that's the way I'm looking at it is I'm treating this experience as trying to see how can I feel better in my own skin how can I get that confidence back to where it was previously how can I make my life simpler so I do have more mental energy for things like language learning within reason? Because I'm not going to try and say I want to be exactly the way I was in my early 20s because that's a pipe dream. But I can potentially get to a really powerful stage to be the best me I can possibly be at this stage of my life. So um, I don't know if you guys would find that interesting. I don't know if I'm rambling a lot. I just thought that this was worth sharing because... I think it's a, a different take on the question of do we get worse at languages as we get older? And I think that maybe these things matter a bit more than what your internal brain capacity is, because you can see a lot of exceptions of people who are very clever later in life because they keep their brain activity active. And I'm sure you guys have come across the likes of research that shows that language learning can slow down 
the rate that people reach something like Alzheimer's, it can help you just by learning a language to keep your brain active. So it kind of is a virtuous circle as it is, that learning languages can potentially help you with your mental health issues by tuning your brain, giving you a project to work on, and feeling that sense of achievement that maybe you wouldn't feel when your life is feeling overwhelmed in a lot of other ways. Those are my thoughts on why may be a contributing factor to why some older people tend to be less efficient at learning languages. But I'm not taking that as my destiny. I'm taking that as a learning opportunity to see, okay, how can I change this? And I feel like throughout this Korean project, I have been starting to feel like how I used to feel in my language learning life. I've been getting that momentum back. And I think that's something to consider. If you've gone through a difficult period in your life, maybe your language project is not going to be one that's going to instantly give you success, but it's going to help you begin on that road to feeling successful again. Those are my thoughts on the subject. I would love to hear what you have to say. So in the show notes, I'll link to some of my social media Uh, send me your comments on the likes of threads or Twitter or Instagram. Uh, I'd love to hear if you've had similar experiences or if you agree with me or disagree with me. Obviously, I don't know anything about brain plasticity. I'm not an expert in that field. This is just my happens to be my thoughts on what my personal experience has been. Yeah, that being said, of course, if you want support of a language community, make sure to check out languagehacking.com slash BC for our bootcamp where we have coaches and I join every month to make sure I'm talking to people live and answering their questions. It's a very supportive community that will help you with potential uh, topics that come up, like this question of, am I a worse language learner the older I get? But yeah, I'd love to hear your thoughts. And until the next time, I'll wish you all a very happy language learning. We hope you enjoyed this episode of the Language Hacking Podcast. Subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you found this episode valuable and want to help us out, please leave us a review at languagehacking.com forward slash review. The Language Hacking Podcast is presented by Benny Lewis, Shannon Kennedy, and Elizabeth Bruckner, and produced by Alice Amino, with special thanks to the Fluent in Three Months team. The theme music was written and performed by Shannon Kennedy. Find the show notes at languagehacking.com forward slash podcast. Thanks for listening and happy language learning.